You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. I'm really glad I stayed till the end for this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell. Mike of us! Good day, Joe. Good to see you again. How are you, good sir? I'm I'm doing I'm doing great. Well, another episode. Ready to go here. Are you ready? Well, as ready as I will be. So uh, I'm just double checking my notes here, but I'm pretty sure this is episode 102. I do believe you're right on that. 102 and times, and people are still listening. Yeah, that's not pretty many, amazing. But there's some people still listening. Some people that are still interested in all things Morrow County, Ohio. Not to be confused with Morrow County, Oregon, which there seems to be some folks confused about that because I am getting downloads from there, Mike. We're seeing some people download our podcast from Oregon. Hmm. So, yes. Now, if we were to give that state away, would that make us an Oregon donor? Oh, my gosh. I don't even... I don't have time to push the terrible puns button. (laughs) So, Mr. Mikemus, coming up, like, right... Like, we've got so much going on here soon, it's ridiculous. I'm just utterly surprised... That uh, the year has flown by. I mean, we're coming up. We're almost to the end of May. Can you believe the end of May? Yes, it is. So, all right. Uh, if you check out our Facebook page, coming up June the 12th, uh, the Gilead Fitness Fundraiser is going on at our friends down there at Pizzaburg. At 194 South Main Street, Mount Good, across from the fairgrounds. They're going to be helping to raise money for the gym expansion. That takes place on Monday, the 12th, at 4 p.m. and goes until 8 p.m. And a certain percentage of the profits, I believe, will go to that purpose. What are you laughing about? Oh, nothing. I was just thinking, you said gym expansion. I had a friend by the name of Jim. Did he, he expand? and ate and ate, and he expanded. Yeah, okay. All right. I wanted to share, this is something that is outside of Morrow County, but on June 20th, starts Tuesday, June 20th, and goes till June 23rd, is Broadway Camp at the Renaissance Theater in Mansfield. They do a great, um, they they have a lot of resources that we don't have here uh, for Morrow Little Theater. They have a building for starters, and then they have tons of Grant money and uh, local dollars that are poured into that uh, theater. And so they're taking some time to share their wealth and knowledge of theater with anyone and everyone. But I think it's a youth program. And again, if you're interested, visit Renaissance Theater, and that's in Mansfield, Ohio. Mike, are you a fan of pickleball? Do you know what pickleball is? I, I don't have a clue. It is not where we hit a pickle back and forth across the net. I'll tell you that. I was well, that, completely that would be quite wrong. A, quite a good deal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Hoof Hearted Pickleball Federation down there in Marengo. It's, uh, it's, uh, ra- it says Roundest of Robins Tournament. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is so hard to read. Uh, starts this Sunday at 11 a.m. down there in Marengo. And then you've heard of the dog days of summer? Well, down at uh, Groovy Plants Ranch, June uh, 2nd through the 4th, they're having lavender days. And it's D A Z E. 
And uh, that's going to be like, I oh, I love the smell of lavender. Yeah, it's and, supposed to be a soothing smell yeah. that helps you to relax. So that's where they get the word days, I think. Probably. Yeah. It's, yeah, puts you into like an induced coma or something if you walk through the down there. Uh, just be careful when you're going down there. They are so busy now that they now have deputies directing traffic right down there. So please be careful as people are crossing the street. And you could literally spend an hour to two, three hours in there. We went down for Mother's Day and got Angela a couple things. And uh, one of the best gifts, I think, was the air plant. Have you ever seen an air plant? You literally do not have to plant it, and you don't have to water it. I have seen those, yes. We got one that flowers, and it's got a pink and purple flower on the inside. It's so cool. Um, then we also have in Maringo the Thursday night bingo at the Maringo American Legion Hall. And the doors open at 4.30. Early bird games start at 6.30. And then 7 are the regular games. Prices are actually pretty cheap uh, for bingo. And I had a Hold'em Poker Tournament on Saturday, June the 3rd, which is literally next weekend. Not this weekend, but next weekend. And that is going to be in Maringo. It's the Hold'em Poker and Bourbon Share. Uh, That's going to be at the... Maringo American Legion, and it starts at 6.30 p.m. Poker buy-in is $40, and you're allowed one rebuy-in during the tournament there. And it, I guess, takes place um, the first Saturday. So it says, come on out. And if you're interested, you can go to MaringoMyHome.com and look up those details there. Mike, do you have anything you want I, to share? I have a couple here I want to share. One, uh, Buckeye Training and Fitness Academy. That's at 130 East High Street, Edison, on Saturday, May 27th at 9 a.m. We'll have, um, what do they call this, 24 workouts in 24 hours. So uh, you can get a hold of them and find out more information on that. That's this Saturday, May 27th at 9 a.m. And here's one I do want to share. Uh, The Johnsville Fire Department is having a fundraiser. Uh, I'll read what it says here. Fire... Firefighter Massey is one that is a long-standing member of the Johnsville Fire Department and Morrow County EMS. Firefighter Massey has been there for many of us during his career from fighting fires, auto um, extrications, to even answering calls to getting cats out of trees. Let's be there for him and show him our support and gratitude for all he has done and will continue doing once this is all behind him. I'm sorry I never put this in the post earlier as I was walking out the door this morning, but John does have cancer. I just talked with him Saturday, and his spirits are high on beating this. He has a positive outlook, and we all know John, and he isn't a quitter. So they are, the Johnsville Fire Department is having a spaghetti benefit dinner and silent auction um, for John Massey. That will be Friday, June 16th from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Johnsville Fire Station. And that's setting right where the old Johnsville School used to be. So I thought that was well worth sharing. And that's right down from Marvin's Market there. Um, Mike, I did not see very many of these posts, but I did find the one from Maringo. On Monday, which is Memorial Day um, at 10 a.m., the Maringo, um, Ohio Memorial Day. Gosh, getting my my tongue-tied there. The parade starts at 10 a.m. at the Marengo Park, and it'll go through town, and it ends at the American Legion there in Marengo. Boy, that American Legion is hopping down there. You got all kinds of stuff going on. 
there will be a ceremony at the cemetery by the Marengo American Legion. Lunch will be served at the Legion Pavilion after the ceremony. They would love to see you there, it says. Uh, that's the only one I could find. I did kind of quickly look, but I didn't see anything as far as, you know, um, those. Do you have one maybe? Well, the one in Cardington I know because I'll be in the parade starts at the parade starts at the park at one um, marching over to the Glendale Cemetery. And then there will be a service there. The Bryn What Zions, park are they starting in? Are they part? Of, is it Maxwell Park or is it no, the, the Legion park. park? The Legion Park. Yes. Legion Park. Okay. Yes, there are two parks. Yeah, that's right. Excellent. So the Legion Park is the one down right next to the to the railroad tracks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Bryn Zion um, service will be at ten thirty on Monday. Um. And if it's uh, if it's raining, it'll be inside the church. No rain. That's my only day off. That would be a good thing if there was no no, no rain. rain. No rain. Uh, those are the only ones that I actually have times in front of me for. So, so Mike, um, after you get your Memorial Day stuff done, if you are interested in learning the science behind food preservation methods, do you know who to turn to? Probably the Extension Service. It is exactly the <laughs> Ohio University Extension of Morrow County. And they have an event going on Tuesday, the 30th at 6.30. And they're going to teach you all about safe food preservation. And yes, it is important for you to follow the directions on how to safely preserve food. There was an outbreak a couple years ago where some potatoes did not get canned correctly and sent about 30, 20 to 30 people to the hospital, and some of them had some long-term outcomes so you have to do it safely there's a right way and a wrong way to do it it's going to be there at the ag credit building first floor extension office that's down by the fairgrounds in mount gilead it's free but you must register by calling 419-947-1070 and it's candace her or i think it's her h-e-e-r uh you can either call her or you can email her at herr.7 at osu.edu. And I'm sure that's going to be one heck of a presentation because everything that they do there seems to be a great time uh, for learning. And then we also have the fourth Saturday breakfast, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. or 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. here at the uh, Presbyterian Church in Mount Gilead. And just as an FYI, Mike, I did see for the first time the Cardington Wine and Arts Festival. It's been posted for Saturday, September 16th at 11 a.m., and that's going to be in Cardington. So uh, if you're interested, last year they said it was a great, a great event, and I expect nothing less from that this time. Certainly. Well, I do. What, also what's want, going on with the History Center? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. That's where I was going. Um, we had our first uh, famous and infamous walk with uh, Robin Brucker this uh, last this past week, and uh, oh, there's some amazing stories as you walk through the streets of Mount Gilead. Um, we're going to be repeating that on May. Uh, excuse me. Let's go to June. June, I should know because I'm doing one of them. Um, here we go. It'll be June 13th and, ni- and 29th. 13th and 29th. Now, I will be leading the one on the 13th, 
And Robin Brecker will be doing the one on the 29th. So you guys will all want to go to the 29th. <laughs> no, seriously, split it up so that uh, they have even work. Yes. <laughs> That'll be at 7 p.m. on the 13th and on the 29th. You're asked to arrive 15 minutes early. There is a suggested $5 uh, donation that will go to the Morrow County Historical Society to help keep our three locations going. And uh, a little song here. Grab a dish and grab a spoon. Ruggles Ice Cream's premium scoop scoop. Yum yum. Ruggles okay. Ice Cream got to get June 25th, me some. the Morrow County Historical Society will have its second annual ice cream social at the Cross House on Marion. That'd be East Marion Street, 85 East Marion Street in Mount Gilead. And that'll be actually from 2 to 4 on Sunday afternoon, June 25th. And uh, that's, that's going to be another good one uh, as well. Now, I think, Mike, I, I want to call out and I want to thank you for 10 years on the radio with WVXG doing the Focus on Mid-Ohio. I had the pleasure of being on there for, uh, for you know a couple times for whether it be Mar Little Theater or whatever. So thank you for doing that. And uh, as some of you may have seen, Mike posted that uh, after 10 years, that um, that show is has come to an end. However, Mikeamus will be here with me <laughs> doing the podcast. And I, I'm sure that uh, you're going to go national here any minute without me. They're going to pick up, they're going to hear that voice. And you're going to be, oh, what was that guy's name that they found? The man with the golden voice. Oh, uh, Ted Williams. Ted Williams. I met him. Yes. I, I think you're going to be the next Ted Williams just without the drug problem. Okay. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see about that. <laughs> so um, if you are interested, there's also an agricultural tour. It's put on by the Mar County Farm Bureau, and it's going to be at the Fisher Ag Service. Farm on- Bureau. Did I say Farm Bureau? You said Farm. <laughs> Sorry. Farm Bureau. June 17th. At 12.30, and that is at Fisher Ag Service, and that is right next to the airport. You won't, you won't miss it. It's right there. It sits right next to it. Um, and then that's stop one. Stop two is going to be Scott McFarland, Performance Horses. Then you're going to have J&M Cutting Horses, uh, and I think that's, that's a third and final stop. Uh, if you would like more information, visit morrow.ofbf. Dot org or email morrow at ofbf.org or call at 419-747-7488 for more info. And I think, Mike, that's all I've got. I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? Oh, here we go. Holiday schedule. Morrow County Health. Oh, wait a minute. That's not it. I was still looking for the Memorial Day plans for Morrow County. And for some reason, they're hard to find. Well, while you're looking, let's go to our first ad. It's Freedom Fest Ohio, featuring Craig Morgan, Brett Michaels with Night Ranger, Justin Moore, and Chris Jansen. We the Kingdom with We Are Messengers and more. June 22nd through 25th, Morrow County Fairgrounds in Mount Gilead, Ohio. On sale now. For tickets and more info, visit freedomfestohio.com. 
So, Mike, that is 28 days, 21 hours, 46 minutes, and 30 seconds from now. Okay. That, that we will have Jess Kelly Adams take the stage. I'm super excited. I, I, I'm getting more excited. I don't know how excited you are about driving the golf cart, the eight-passenger golf cart. But oh, yeah. I'm, I, where are you I, parking your car, by the way? Where am I parking my car? <laughs> it will be hidden <laughs> for sure. Okay, um, I do have the information on the Mount Gilead Memorial Day uh, celebration. Uh, well, not celebration, uh, commemoration would be more the the right word for that. Um, there's going to be a parade, which will form at 12.30 at the Cherry Street School. Starting time for the parade is 1 p.m. The parade will leave the school and follow West Union Street, east to Main Street, south on Main Street to Marion Street, it will turn left at the light on Marion Street and proceed east to the Rivercliff Cemetery. Ceremonies at the cemetery will begin at 1.30. Uh, Dan Fricky is coordinating the Memorial Day celebration. And Pastor Jeff uh, Cannoncamp of Trendy Nine Methodist will be speaking, uh, issuing a welcome. And um, the speaker this year will be Tim Sherrick. And I will be busy down the Cardington Parade at the same time. So uh, there's there's a little bit of what's going on tomorrow, counting on Memorial Day. And uh, just going into Memorial Day, this is one of my favorite quotes, I think, for Memorial Day. And it's, our flag does not fly because the wind moves it. It flies with the last breath of each soldier who died protecting it. I think that is, that is just one of those... Um, one of those quotes that just you know kind of hits you every time you, you, when you think about that. Um, a lot of a lot of folks have died to uh, protect the freedoms and the rights that we have and enjoy every day um, that not everyone gets. And um, some gave um, some. What is that? Some gave all and all. All gave some, but some gave all. That's what it is. And uh, it, it is kind of hard uh, when you think about that. There are some who go off and, and they never come back um, living. So we, we take one day out of the year specifically, but we should remember them all year long for their sacrifice um, for our freedom. So, Well, Mr. Mike, we have a guest. Yes, we do. He's been sitting here patiently. Yeah, and he hasn't rolled his eyes that I've been able to see. So <laughs> That's good. Well, introduce our guest. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, John Lawyer. He's with the uh, uh, Cardington Food Pantry. Um, they've recently opened a new facility down there. Got to see it last night, and and it, uh, it it's quite a facility. Very, very nice on Flint Street. It's where um, uh, Levering Brothers were at one time. It's kind of a pole barn there. Oh, really? You go past That's where it's at. Right. You go okay. past the car wash, and they're on the left. So... Um, I'm sure if you uh, get a chance to go out there and see it, they let you. Uh, but we're going to let John talk about that. We've got some questions, I'm sure. And uh, good to have you here. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to come in and discuss the uh, Cardington Community Food Pantry. Okay. Um, first of all, about how many people do you serve on a regular uh, opening? Uh, we are open the first... For, uh, first four Wednesdays of each month, 
And uh, we uh, typically serve 120 families on a Wednesday from 9 to 12. And then on the second Tuesday of the month from 2 to 4, we do fresh produce, which we get in 10,000 pounds of produce that we pass out. And then we serve someplace between 150 and 200 families from 2 to 4 on a day. So it's when we're there, we're pretty busy. We have lots of great volunteers, and uh, we operate both drive-through and come in and shop. So they have the option of doing it either way, which we're probably one of the only pantries that give that opportunity in this area. That's impressive. That is very impressive. Um, what kind of requirements are there for a person to receive food? Okay. And uh, for the Cardington Community Food Pantry, uh, you need to be a resident of Mara County or a uh, have a child attend one of the county school districts uh, that's 200% of poverty based on family size, which if you got two or three kids, is a pretty generous uh, opportunity to come. Uh, that's for the food pantry. For produce days, the same requirement, except for it's open to anybody in the state of Ohio. Okay. So we have people come from several surrounding counties for that. All right. Where do you get the food? I, I know, but you, you tell them. Um, about 80%, 85% of our food comes from Mid-Ohio Food Bank down in Columbus, and the other 20% comes from local donations, some grant opportunities we have. We just recently received $2,000 from the Mara County Dairy Association to buy whole milk. So we're going to start passing out whole milk probably in about 30 days when we make all the connections. Uh, and then local farmers, producers, people in the community bring in food, doing the seasonal type things. And so that's kind of where it comes from. It's a combination. But the Mid-Ohio Food Bank is our main source of food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if people want to donate, uh, how do they go about? Where do they do they bring it down? There's a place to drop it off? Or what? Um, what's the best way to do that? The best way to do it is uh, on... Wednesday from 9 to 12, or from 8 to 12, we're always there. So probably just drop it off on Wednesday uh, if that doesn't work well. Uh, We're there on Tuesdays, three days a week. Or you could call my phone number and we could arrange to either have you drop it off or pick up. My number is 419-210-6781. Okay. Do you have any questions there, Mr. Joe? I'm still just flabbergasted how many people they serve. That is amazing that there's that big of a need. Um, if somebody wants to volunteer to help, I'm sure you'd turn them down because you have plenty of help, right? Oh, well, we never turn down help. <laughs> and and uh, like most organizations that, val- that work off volunteer help, our uh, age tends to be rather senior. So uh, we're always looking for good young help. Uh, but we're looking for any help. Uh, if you can work one day a month, several people do that. Some people work a couple of days a month. We have those that's there every week. Uh, and there's probably 10 or 12 of us that's there 
two or three days a week. Uh, but uh, always appreciate help. We are really fortunate. We work with nine local multi-denominational churches in the community, and they do an excellent job both from a financial and a labor standpoint. Now, we talked about uh, dropping off food and donations. Really, it's probably more advantageous if they would donate money because you can get food at a much reduced price through the Mid-Ohio Food Bank compared to what we can get at the local stores. Yes, uh, we never turn down physical food uh, and things like eggs and uh, fresh produce. We can always even get that from Mid-Ohio, so we mm-hmm. appreciate that. But we basically can buy food from Mid-Ohio. It's not like it was in the old days. It's not quite as good, but someplace around $0.10 cents a pound. So we can get uh, certain items, most items, for uh, about $0.10 cents a pound. So a dollar will buy us considerably more food than a dollar will buy us a can of uh, green beans at the grocery store. Certainly. Now, it's an interesting story how you came about with that bu- getting that building. Would you like to tell that, a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure which story you discussed, <laughs> but uh, the, the, we, uh, I started, I'm president of the food pantry and been involved with it for, since I retired from teaching eight, ten years ago. And about the last three years, we've been actively needing to change locations, number one, because we've been growing and mm-hmm. we was housed very generously at the uh, Cardington Methodist Church in Cardington there. We was outgrowing their facilities uh, and to fit into their time schedules. So there was lots of times when we had to tear down at the inner pantry and set up at the next pantry and that just created a lot of extra work for our people. So uh, we started looking for buildings, and we actually, I guess, wisdom and luck, we purchased three other pieces of property to uh, build pantries on, and uh, each deal became a little better than the deal before, and, and we thought we was pretty well good to go. The last piece that we bought was actually located right next to the church so we could use some of their parking lots and et cetera. And they had a house that we was going to have to demolish to make it all work. And about a week before the house was scheduled to come down, uh, we was contacted that this building on Flint Street was available uh, and we went and looked at it, and anyone that knows it, at that time, it was pretty rough, especially on the outside, uh, and we had to do some things to make it eligible for Mid-Ohio to deliver to it, etc. But we uh, worked out a deal, and the people that we bought it from was very generous. There was a, just a restoration company that uh, was going out of business. We purchased the building and started doing some remodeling and moved in. I can't remember the date we moved in um, and went from there. And we've done a lot to it now. It's totally, totally remodeled. We got completely new siding, concrete pads, air conditioning, 
Uh, it's really works efficiently for us and serves our clients quite well. There are several freezers and refrigerators in there, so um, they're lined down the one side and then some more over on the other side as well. Yeah, we, uh, we're one of the pantries that probably does more with providing our clients with uh, frozen meat, frozen vegetables, cheese, butter, dairy products. And so we have uh, three refrigerators and I guess five freezers, plus we have a walk-in cooler that will be going in the back of the pantry uh, as soon as we can find an individual that will help us move it. Okay, it's already purchased or given? Uh, or? We, we, we've used it. It's at the Nazarene Church in Cardi Town. Okay. We need to move it to the new location. Okay. That hasn't been quite as easy as we thought it was going to be. <laughs> All right. So you need a big trailer, I presume, to do that. Or you need somebody of expertise. Okay, <laughs> that would help. Yeah, that would yeah. help, yes. Okay, uh, once again, uh, when is the pantry open? Um, okay, the pantry operates uh, for our clients on the first four Wednesdays of each month. If it's the fifth Wednesday month, we that's kind of our day off, so... Most months is only four Wednesdays, so each Wednesday from 9 to noon. And then on the second Tuesday of the month, we do the fresh produce, and that's from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. And you said that uh, if somebody wants to um, has questions or wants to donate, they could call you? Call me. Uh, if you get on, I'm not a... Uh, Facebook person, but if you get on Facebook, there's another number that's basically an answering service, and you can leave a message, okay. and they will return your call, but I don't have that number. Okay. Is that on Facebook head. under the uh, um, Cardington Community Food, Food Pantry? Pantry? Okay. And we also have a website that's under Cardington Community okay. Food Pantry. Okay. Anything you want to add there, Mr. Joe? Well, I'm trying to find that... Uh here it is, 419-408-4201. The email would be cardingtonfp at yahoo.com, and the website is going to be cardingtonfoodpantry.org. All of that information is available on Facebook at Cardington Community Food Pantry. Thank you. And thank you, John, for being with us. I mean, uh, it's a very big need in our community. There are some other food pantries as well, um, and... Uh, you know, those of us that are fortunate enough not to use your service don't always realize how much of a need there is in the community. I, I... Yes, uh, and our clients uh, can use the other food pantries in the county, and a lot of them do. Um, they are eligible to come to our pantry once a month for food and once a month for produce. And then they can go, there's three other sizable food pantries in the county, one in Edison and mm -hmm. I believe one in Johnsville, and there's a small one in Marengo. Uh, so they are eligible to go to those and also. And, you know, what a lot of people tell us is that they only a couple paychecks away from needing to use our services, and you never know when that's going to happen. That's, that's for sure. So, again, thank you for being with us today. Uh, where we go from here, Joe? Well, I wanted to break some news today. 
As uh, May 24th, 2023, the world lost Tina Turner. Simply the best. It was probably one of her most notable songs. She um, passed away at the age of 83. And, um, you know, we thank her for sharing her talents with us over uh, those 83 years. And definitely she didn't play for 83 years or sing for 83 years. But uh, some some entertainment for sure. And we hate to see uh, any of that talent lost. But uh, thank her for the time that she did share that. It's be- beautiful music came out of that lady. So, uh, yes. So, Mr. Mike, you know what time it is, don't you? Well, it's time to fasten our seatbelts and strap ourselves in because it's time to go back to the past. (laughs) The flashback is brought to you by the Morrow County Historical Society. Now open every Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m. Stop in and learn about Morrow County's past. Okay, Micamus, where did you take us? Well... In 1925, Morrow County had its 75th county fair. Okay. It was anointed as, uh, again, this is information from our friend Stan Sipe that's put this together. Thank you, Stan. It was anointed as one of the best county fairs in Ohio by 1925. So it was decided that year that the 75th birthday of the Morrow County Fair would be celebrated in a special way. (coughs) At least that was the plan. The first fair, a single-day exhibition, was held on the last day of September of 1850 in Mount Gilead. No admission was charged to see the exhibits. Instead, exhibitors paid an entry fee. From these, premiums were awarded. The exhibits consisted of animals, farm products, and women's handiwork. The enterprise was a success, and a permanent agricultural society was later organized to stage an annual, annual county fair. For the 75th annual exhibition, or the Diamond Jubilee Fair as it was called, the Morrow County Agricultural Society secured several attractions. During the September 22nd through 25th event, harness racing was featured. On three afternoons, four county bands were chosen to provide entertainment. Balloon ascensions, where a man dropped from his balloon with a parachute, was a feature. The Capital City Quartet, composed of African-American choristers from Columbus, performed at the grandstands. Fireworks lit the night on two evenings. One of the charges exploded in an, out, in an outline of Jeremiah Morrow, the former governor for whom the county was named. Well, that's kind of cool. That is. The food concession was in charge of a galleon man who served up meals in the dining hall on the northeast corner of the fairgrounds. The fair board purchased rain insurance from a Mount Gilead underwriter. Under the terms of the policy, fair officials would collect for a rain event of over an inch between the hours of 8 and 12 or 7 and 11 each day. Local attorney Phil Wheeland was named as the fair's official rain observer by the insurance agency. The Agricultural Society appointed its own police chief, The chief and his deputies were tasked with enforcing the new automobile parking rules enacted for the 1925 fair. To celebrate the 75th anniversary, the fair board sponsored a Diamond Jubilee popularity contest as a way of boosting the exhibition. 
The contest was open to any female, married, or single who lived in Morrow County. Residents could vote for their favorite female for the price of a penny per vote. At the end of the contest, the female who had earned the most money would win a diamond ring purchased by the fair board from a Mount Gilead jeweler. Wow. A month prior to the fair, nearly 150 females had entered the contest. <laughs> wow. Over, over a third of the entrants uh, were from Mount Gilead. How cool is that? Yeah. Although total attendance was down from previous years, the 1925 Morrow County Fair was termed a huge success. It enjoyed ideal weather during its run, and the number of exhibits broke all previous records. Never in the county's history were the fairgrounds so densely covered with tents and crowded with displays. All of the exhibit halls and stock barns were filled to capacity. Automobile displays of local dealerships resembled a first-class new car show. Tractors and radios were present in large numbers. An interesting display at the post office in Mount Gilead showed the proper manner of preparing parcels for shipments. The postmaster, oh, we're getting into a different story here. Uh, The postmaster also had the newest stamps on show. The New York Central Railroad, which serviced nine train stations in the county, had an educational exhibit. Oh, okay, that's where it fits in. Fair board members commented on the reduced attendance at the 1925 event. They append that one problem was the fact that county residents now had too many other places to go. In their words, the automobile allowed people to visit other places of amusement. So the county fair was no longer considered as the standout event it once was. So, who won the diamond ring? Nobody. What? Although a great number of the county's females had entered the Diamond Jubilee Jubilee popularity contest a month prior, uh, their interest had waned as fair time arrived. This lack of interest in the contest resulted in the fair board calling it off on the next to the last day of the fair. The ring was returned to the jeweler. That's terrible. (laughs) So that was the uh, Diamond Jubilee of the Morrow County Fair in 1925. Wow. That just blows my mind. Well, um. I didn't. I didn't look anything up. Okay. Um, for this week, so let's um, let's just flash back. Okay. All right, Mike. Coming up for the uh, first of what will be three weekends is the Little Mermaid at the Capitol Theater, opening on Friday at. 5 p.m. and 8 p.m., Saturday at 5 p.m. and 8 p.m., and Sunday at 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. That is the new live-action movie from Disney. It will be with us for three weeks, and then we go into The Flash, and then from there, Indiana Jones. That's right. So far, that's what I can share because uh, they keep pushing um, movies back, and the schedule keeps changing, but I do know for sure that those three are in our... Our repertoire coming up here. So, um, let's see, Mr. Mike, do you have a joke? I've got my book, but first... Oh, do I have a joke? Warning. 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 Terrible, terrible puns ahead. Warning. 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 Well, i got to tell you, Joe, I was watching an Australian cookery show, and the audience clapped 
when the chef made meringue. I was surprised as Australians normally boom meringue. Wow. <laughs> Wowzy. Oh. Wife. I got a rimshaw. Wow. Angela said this to me. She said, which friends have you invited over for dinner? And I said, my taste buds. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, the Beastie Boys are releasing a five-part anthology. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like part, where this is going already. Parts A through D are free, but you have to fight for your right to party. party. All right. Uh, Mr. Mike, how do you get your phone drunk? <laughs> I don't know. How do you get your phone drunk? You give it screenshots. All right. Hey, this is a sign in front of a uh, in front of a nursery. You can't flower. You <laughs> Let's try this again. You can't plant flowers if you haven't botany. All right. This one's kind of mean, but what's the difference between coffee and your opinion? I um, asked for the coffee. <laughs> okay. That one that one's kind of mean, but All yeah. right. Hey, what do you call Santa when he's frozen? Uh, I don't know. Santa pause. P A U S E. Okay. Well, I had an uncle that named his dogs Timex and Rolex. They're his watchdogs. Mike. <laughs> well, wasn't that funny? No, but this one is. I okay. Think. Did you hear about the cheese factory that exploded in France? No. What about the cheese factory that exploded in France? <laughs> there was nothing nothing left there but debris. <laughs> oh. oh, my. Jamie Zeger. It was funny. What do you think, Jamie? <laughs> All right. You got another one? Um, well, this is uh, Captain Picard talking with to uh, Will Reichert. It's number one. Um, and the captain says, we're having problems with the computer. And Reichert says, have you tried disabling cookies? And captain Picard says, well, I once bit the legs off a gingerbread man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, the priest recently had a bug infestation at the church. He said, let us spray. Oh, my. (laughs) Now, uh, the other day, I went to a sweater store, and my Visa card was declined. Okay. They asked for my cardigan. Well, this one I can't read on the air, so I'm not going to. So <laughs> I will tell you this one afterwards. But um, I don't think I have any more. Do you? I think we've given them enough punishment for this week. More than enough. All right, guys. Another week is coming on for us. Episode 101. Thank you for paying attention. And uh, thank you. Remember, be nice to everybody that you meet. You never know what they're going through.